When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. Deck maintenance isn't fun. Move the furniture and barbecue, sand and prep, paint, seal, or get a low-maintenance Trex deck. The only colour fade you'll have to deal with is watching the sunset. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Toolback Time with Smithy. Brought to you by Chemist Warehouse. Great savings every day. Call now for a chance to win today's $50 Chemist Warehouse voucher. 0800 150 811. here on SENZ and yes we had uh, a caller in just before who said uh, will we be doing a ball by ball commentary of the test match yes we will including Craig McMillan who you just uh, have heard from including Jeremy Coney Uh, we'll have Adam Collins in the the mix Daniel Norcross uh, Nikesh Rugani uh, and yes, and, and Macca as well. And they'll be giving us ball-by-ball coverage here on SENZ of that whole test series. First test starting tomorrow night, then followed up by the second test at Trent Bridge in Nottingham. And the third test uh, is at uh, Leeds, at the Headingley Stadium in Leeds. Right, to ask for your calls this morning on uh, cricket in particular. And Craig has come in from Tauranga. Good morning to you, Craig. Morning, Smithy. How are you doing? Yeah, good, mate. Um, you've had a, a, a decent old think about this, and uh, you've, you've uh, come in with a, a test eleven. Tell us about it. Yeah, so um, you kind of run through my text that I sent yesterday and um, and resent today. But um, my, I think the top six kind of are, are a given: Latham, Young, Williamson, Conway, Mitchell, Blundell. Uh, I don't think there'll be any changes there, any surprises, unless Nickel plays, but we're assuming that Nickel doesn't. Um, also assuming Bolt doesn't, it's a makeup of the bowlers that's kind of interesting, really. So what I think Stead and Williamson will do uh, will be De Gronholm, Salvi, Henry, Wagner, Patel. Um, no room for Jameson. But that's what I initially thought, but after listening to you and uh, and other experts, um, you've got to find a place for Jameson. I'm, I'm a Jameson fan, so I would have him in, and I personally would leave out the Grondholm. I think Mitchell and the Grondholm, um, there's not room for both of them, so you have to rely on Mitchell to pick up those all-rounder overs. So that's what I would do. Um, I don't think you can leave Wagner out. I think he's just he's, he just gives that point of difference, you know, like he's just so much heart. Um, and I would never have left Patel out after he took those 10 wickets. We've run a New Zealand Black Caps team for years, um, always having a spinner. We had Victorian for years. We've always made room. So even in New Zealand conditions, I wouldn't have left Patel out. I don't think they will leave him out uh, over there. So, yeah, so for me, my 11, um, those those six that I said, uh, followed by Jameson, Salvi, Henry, Wagner, Patel, that's how I would select it. Um, but I just I just don't think they'll leave the Grandholm out, I think. Yeah, for some reason, I just think Stead and, and Williamson will, will want him in there somewhere. So it could be that, that Wagner's unlucky. 
um, yeah, uh, th- that's that's kind of my thoughts. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Now, you, that's the Grand Holm, um Jamison spot is an interesting one for me. Um, I, I I would like to see Wagner play as well because I know what Wagner will give you, and that is uh, an attitude, um, and he'll continue to go at the English players, and he could be a little bit awkward on the slope at Lords, uh, but uh, I I also see a room for height, and I I, I see a, a real space for Jamison of uh, 12 months ago when he, in English conditions, was outstanding. Remember his performance to win the World Test Championship uh, or part of that group. So, I mean, at that point, he was rated as one of the, one of the biggest up-and-comers in world cricket. What has happened since then, I absolutely do not know. I don't see any vast changes in his, his uh, action. I, I don't see too much uh, changes in anything else apart from the fact he's just not getting people out. And he's going for plenty of runs in the process. So that is a worry. But I'd, I'd gamble with him. I, I think I'd gamble with him, Craig. Um, and and, yep, and the fact that I'd gamble I with him, I, I, do, I don't think there's a lot of difference. I mean, De Gronholm is a fair batsman. I, we know that. But, you know, he's a, he's a hit or miss player. So what you've got to weigh up is Jamison's ability, uh, all-round ability, with De Gronholm's all-round ability. Jamison, a good Jamison with the ball, to me, outweighs a good De Gronholm with the bat. Because you've got to get 20 wickets at the end of the day. So I would take a punt on that. Um, but I'm also with you that Gary Stead and uh, Tom Latham and Kane Williamson always uh, sort of err on the side of experience and past performance and guy the devil they know. So I, I, I tend to think that you're probably right there. I think you're right. Yeah, just one thing you said then about Jamison and, and what's changed with him. I think he came in, in in such good form and took so many wickets so quickly. Um, there was only one way for him, which was which was down, I guess. You know, like he, he just came in mm. so hot. Um, but that potential's still there. I, I, I definitely think he's he's worth persisting with. Like you said, the height um, gives you gives you that difference, and, and Wagner gives you that point of difference. So um, for sure, I'd have those guys. But yeah, well, let's see let's see what uh, what Stead and, and the, the senior players decide and, and what they're going with. Um, I, I wouldn't be surprised yep. if the Grand Holmes there. No, I wouldn't be either. Absolutely, would not be. So uh, that was uh, Craig from Tauranga. Thanks, Craig, very much for your call this morning. Um, and Tony, Tony from Southland has joined us. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Smitty. Um, couple of yeah, points. Man. The Duke ball, the Duke ball that, um, that they're going to be playing with, is it, is it more renowned for swing or, or bounce? And especially at, at well, balls. Right, okay. Uh, the Duke ball, first characteristic, it's, it feels, it's always the same, but it feels smaller in your hand. Um, and, and that is uh, so bowlers like that so they can get the fingers across the seam and round the seam a little bit uh, more readily than they can uh, the uh, kookaburra ball that's the first thing it's darker in colour and it, uh, uh, because it's darker in colour it does tend to do a little bit it swings a lot more particularly close to the bat or after the bat even when it's it's not much good it just becomes a nightmare for those behind the stumps but it is it is a more interesting and enjoyable ball to bowl with, not so much to bat against when it's doing things and playing its tricks. So that's point one. Uh, England will enjoy yeah. having that in their hands more so than they did the Kookaburra in Australia. Yeah. yeah. So when they play in Australia, when they're playing the Ashes in Australia, they play with the Kookaburra. When they're playing in, in the UK, they play with the Duke and obviously on the continent, the Duke as well. Um, that's that's that absolutely correct. Into, yep. that's, yeah, that, that leads into, obviously, we've got to take 20 wickets to, to win the Test match. Because if you don't take 20 wickets, it's very hard to win. 
Um, mm. You've got to have a wicket-taking bowlers. Who do you believe would be the, the, the more um, proficient at taking those wickets, Jamison or de Gronholm with the Duke ball? Well, Jameson, absolutely, Jameson. I mean, De Grandholm will do a filling role for you, and he might pick up uh, one or two wickets on the basis that you tend to relax more when when guys like De Grandholm come into the attack because they're only they're only part time bowlers as such. So you tend to your, your mindset just even though it shouldn't, uh, it, it takes you just your concentrations, and that's when they that's when they cash in when you just switch off yep. a, 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 for a moment or two. So, but it, it, day in day out, I mean, if you're looking to get people out. I mean, that's Jamison's job as such. The Grondheim's job is to be an all-rounder and contribute yeah. part-time with both things. Jamison's job is to get people out. And up until uh, six to eight months ago, that is exactly what he was doing, Tony. And it, it's got me a little bit bad. Yeah. I would play him. Yeah, I, yeah. I'd play him. Maybe the point of, the point of difference. Um, and, the, and the reason why I'd also like to see um, Wagner there is he's a match-winning bowler if we have to bowl, especially him in, con- in conjunction with the spinner on the last day, if we're bowling on the last day. I think the batsmen in the top six tend to pick themselves, given that we've lost uh, Nicholson. Uh, so that, that's my thought. Hey, uh, uh, Tony, I uh, appreciate it. Uh, just while you're still on the line, I'll t- tell you a little bit about uh, Neil Wagner and Brendan McCullum. I, I worked with Brendan McCullum in the commentary box uh, as well uh, for a while there. And we were baffled at the, uh, the inability of people uh, coming in and proficient batsmen coming into our country who could not handle Neil Wagner's approach. And that is the approach where you set uh, very much fields for short pitch bowling and you bang it in five or six out of six. And in the end, he usually wins those battles because people's patience wears out um, and and he he just, he wears them down. Now then, uh, I I will bet you right right here and now, um, McCullum will be expecting Wagner to play. Brennan McCullum will be strategizing along with Stokes and the batsman on just that, how not to get Wagner under your skin. And that, that'll be one of the things that Brennan McCullum can take initially in terms of tactics into this England batting lineup. How to resist Neil Wagner, how to collect off him, how to be patient, how to play the waiting game, outlast him, which is not an easy thing yeah. to do. But Tony, I'll bet my bottom dollar. Brendan McCallum has already been in their ears about that because he knows it, he's studied it, and he's been baffled by it himself. Not only that, he's captained it as well, is he not? Yeah, he's captained it as well. well. Yeah, and and it becomes a battle of wits. The the stubbornness of Wagner to say, I will give 110% every time I bowl, and will you concentrate 110% every time I pitch it, and my half of the pitch bounced at your chest? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and uh, if he bowls from the, I can tell you, if he bowls from the member stand end, he's got the slope in his favour, um, and therefore when he bowls short, the ball will tend to come back at right-handed batsmen just out of the normal angle. Doesn't have to do a lot off the pitch; it just will with that angle. So all of a sudden, it's starting to follow you as well, which makes it very, very awkward, very awkward indeed. So, um, does not sound like fun yeah. at all. <laughs> no, it's not fun, uh, and he's he's quick enough when it hits you, it hurts. But um, here's the thing. Uh, Tactically, I believe, uh, Tony, that Brennan McCullum will be looking very, very closely at Salvi and Wagner in particular, the experienced bowlers, the ones that he has captained, as you say, and he knows so well. Tony from Southland, thank you very much for your call. Have a great day. Zaid, we'll just take a a short call from you, Zaid, to finish things off. Uh, What's your opinion? Um, There's something that I would actually like them to 
would like them to do. Uh, not this test series, but um, Lockie Ferguson, how good would he be as a test player? Is it, just, is it too much strain on his back with his pace? Because he's someone for me that could that reminds me of like a Mitchell Stark. Imagine him coming in bowling 150 k's. Like, is that is that just not an option because of his um, of his pace on his on his back and that? Is that why he can't play test matches? Yeah, well, that's an interesting point you raised, Zaid, actually. And, uh, uh, you know, when you've got a – they're very rare. Um, you know, 150-plus bowlers are very, very rare. It's a very hard thing to coach speed like that. Uh, so he's yeah. got it. But they tried him, of course, in Perth when they thought it would be bouncy and quick, and he broke down after an hour and a bit, and that was the end of the penny section. He hasn't been in a Test match lineup since 2019. Why are they not trying to experiment with it again? Uh, maybe when they get back home this time in the summer. And um, with the, with the uh, bowling setup for New Zealand, um, we're obviously going to need a spinner for, um, you know, when it gets down to day five, day four, so that's definitely A.S. Patel, and then Salvi, Jamison, Henry, and Wagner, because there's no bolt, so that's, those bowlers pick themselves pretty much anyway. Look, you've nailed it. You've absolutely nailed it. They will play a spinner's aid. Um, and, uh, of course, um, I, I, the, as far as I'm concerned, um, they will, I think, when Southie finishes, uh, when Bolt finishes, uh, Ferguson will be a stronger, uh, stronger athlete. He'll know how to pace himself further through the system. And, and I think uh, that, uh, Zaid, that you might see him have one more crack at test cricket. At the moment, though, Hopefully, why yeah. would he bother risking his body? Why would he bother risking his yeah. body when he's getting $2 million US for six or seven weeks every year anyway? I know which way I'd be going. Thanks so much for your calls this morning, folks. Absolutely brilliant on the cricket. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.